But as we've learned, the Northern Territory Government and master builders are going to be partnering to bring 600 skilled overseas workers into the Northern Territory in the coming months to help drive the construction sector. Now, the government say that they're also throwing their support behind master builders' Born to Build program, which sets a target of growing the Northern Territory construction sector by 5,000 workers. Now, joining me in the studio to tell us more about this is Ben Carter, the new CEO of Master Builders here in the Northern Territory. Good morning to you, Ben. G'day, Katie. How are you going? Yeah, really well. Great to have you in the studio. Ben, how's this plan to bring the 600 skilled workers from overseas going to work? Well, Katie, the first thing to recognise is that we have a chronic shortage of workers here right now. So this is going to hold back projects, put projects at risk. Uh, Our members are are chronically short of workers. There's a severe uh, shortage of skilled workers, and that's why we're partnering with the NC government to go overseas to try and find some. Uh, We've matched them. The reason we're going to uh, the Philippines and India is because we've matched them those markets to the skills that we need and our market testing of our members is telling us that's where we need to go. Uh, so, Ben, with your members, like how big an impact is that shortage of, of workers and skilled workers having on the industry right now in the Territory? Well, at the moment, we're really at capacity. Uh, there's a strong pipeline of work right now from the federal government and the, state and the Territory government. We've just seen in the last federal budget, which was a couple of weeks ago, that there's new infrastructure funding. So there's a strong pipeline of work which is adding even more pressure to the need for workers. So if we don't get some more, if we don't scoop them up, then we're, then we're also going to have a problem. And the reality is we're not getting them from down south anymore. Uh, there's a shortage of workers nationally uh, and there's just not a market down south we can go and grab them from, as we have done in the past up here. So that's why we're looking overseas. Ben, I know whenever I have these discussions, last week, for example, we were talking to Hospitality NT about a similar initiative. Whenever we have these discussions, there's always people listening saying, why aren't we growing our own or why don't we employ people that are already here in the North? Territory. It's a really good point, Katie, and something that we always say in our industry is we're about training locals and creating opportunities for locals, um, but we need to meet the immediate needs as well. So we're partnering with the NT government for this overseas recruitment expos, and that's obviously meeting our immediate needs. And well done to the NT government for having the, the foresight to support us on that. We're partnering with the Chamber and the Minerals Council, so it's a really strong consortium, the two big industries in the Territory, as well as the Chamber, combining to deliver that outcome. Um, but... Uh, Master Builders Born to Build initiative, which the government has thrown its support behind uh, on Friday with Minister Kirby. What that's about is about training locals for the sh- for the medium term as well. So we want to create a situation where we're meeting the immediate needs of our of our of our members and the construction sector now, but also training locals and creating up creating opportunities in the near term. Yeah. And it's really important, Katie, because. If you have a strong construction industry, you have a strong territory economy. So it's really important that you address those both immediate needs and uh, sh- and longer term needs via Born to Build, which has got those initiatives going for it. Uh, so we're really encouraged. Ben, how are you going to attract them here to the Northern Territory? Like, what's the process going to be, and and how do you sell the territory to them? Well, it's really important. The, the money that the NT uh, government is funding us to, to use is about generating interest in those markets. So it's about creating and promoting the opportunities of really strong careers and rewarding careers in the Territory and in the construction industry. We're one of the higher paid uh, trades. Uh, so there's no issue with that. We're also 
uh, pursuing uh, employer-sponsored visas, not the short-term uh, four, five, seven type visas. We're after the sort of the longer-term family visas, which means that they can stay a bit longer and also have a pathway to citizenship and permanent residency at the end. So we're wanting to create communities as well, so that we don't have this. Uh, boom bus shortage going forward that's what it's really targeted at and again born to build is really about that it's about creating a sustainable uh, industry and and boosting the community then 600 skilled workers in the first instance uh, as part of you know the what you're doing right now with the northern territory government where on earth are they going to live well we know that, that that housing is a big problem at the moment in the territory and we're obviously urging the government to release more land katie it's all about land Uh, It's no different from anywhere else in Australia either. It's about land. We need to have title land, land released by the Territory Government so that we can build more homes for Territorians right now, but also into the future. And again, if we don't have that land, it's going to be really hard to have have that, uh, create that community going forward. We want to bring families, we want to create a sustained construction workforce. We've got a strong pipeline of work coming for the next five years. We hope and we need we need to be able to house those workers. So it's about land and it's about land release. I mean, that land release and obviously building, it is all a bit longer term, though. In the first instance, I'm, I'm assuming that you need these skill, 600 skilled workers pretty quickly. Um, so where would they live in the first instance? Well, there is housing. There is some housing available. It's not like there's no there's no housing at all. Um, and it also depends on whereabouts uh, and where those workers are going. So there is there is land and 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 some housing available. But we can, if you can release land, we can build very quickly. Do you think the government's releasing that land quickly enough? I think the government's aware of the problem and they're working uh, constructively to try and find solutions, but it can never be quick enough. <laughs> well, and, and you know, look, I know that that housing is something that we sort of hear right across the board from all different industries and people saying that, you know, they'd love to move to the Territory, but it's so expensive to, to find a place or they can't find a place or, you know, the rental is so high. So I know that it is something that's top of mind for a lot of Territorians at the moment, um, you know, let alone people coming from interstate. Yeah. The the thing everyone has to realise in the Territory, I think, is that we're at the cusp of a really big opportunity. There's lots of work coming uh, with, with the federal government and, and its strategies around defence. Um, the Territory and Darwin in particular are in a really good space going forward, but we have to get our ducks in a row. And it's not going to work for us if we, if we ignore some of these problems or go slow. And the government is working. The government is aware of it. Uh, and they are aware of the vulnerabilities and I think it's also a good opportunity for the government to work with the federal government, um, given that they're aligned, um, and to resolve some of these problems. Now, Ben, um, with the, the workforce, with that 600 skilled overseas workers, um, there will be people questioning, why is the government paying or why is the government contributing to this? Shouldn't it be something that businesses pay for themselves? Sure. And businesses are paying, Katie. This is not a you know government holiday for anybody. Um, what this is about is the government is paying... Uh, some of the costs to promote the and to run the expos overseas. So where we're going to India and to the Philippines, the, the the NTG money will be around running the expos and promoting the expos and cre- and employing um, some of the very temporary uh, recruitment staff there who are going to vet um, the um, 
the, the new employees and employers are paying the rest. So, you know, the tens of thousands of money, uh, dollars it'll cost to, to process visas, those sorts of things, that's all being paid by employers. And if they want to go, because uh, they have that option to go in person, then they can go. The beauty of this of this, of this program, Katie, is that it's an end-to-end uh, recruitment process, a really innovative a pilot project that we with the Minerals Council and the Chamber have come up with where basically we promote a lot of pre-promotion in, in country as they say in those countries to, to get to generate the interest by the, by the population then we do the pre-vetting so that there's not a waste of time where people uh, real skills don't match the real requirements uh, we've done market testing with our employers so we know the, exactly the skills and qualifications that they require we've picked those markets because they're strongly aligned with, um, with our uh, Australian Yep. Uh, way of building and skills uh, and then we help them with processing those visas which the employers pay for again you know 25,000 or, or up which is what they would pay anyway uh, and then we we provide support to the employer and the employees to settle and to have cultural awareness and we will be pursuing the federal government around helping us to try and speed up the issue of the visas the backlog but particularly also we need all of us to get our heads around the fact that we we need to get out of this this boom and bust uh, FIFO type mentality. It's a it's incumbent upon not just um, you know every, uh, not just FIFO workers, but it's incumbent upon Territorians to get that out of their heads as well. And we need to provide. Uh, a community and livability and amenity, and we want to help the federal. We want to pursue the federal government to help us with those family-sponsored uh, visas, mm-hmm. employer-sponsored visas, rather, so that they can come for three or four years and they have a pathway to permanent residency at the end. Well, and look, if we can get people to stay here long term, I think that that is, you know, that's the end goal, really, isn't it? To make sure that they're contributing to the community, they're part of the community, and uh, they're staying long term. And yeah, you hit you hit the nail on the head there, though, as well, in terms of getting those visas. Pro- because that's been one of the big criticisms, hasn't it? How long that takes. Absolutely. And look, the good thing is the federal government has made some really good moves. They got rid of the... Um the system they had during COVID for the, for the skills uh, visas, so they now scrapped that and they're focused now on on bringing people and on speeding up those visa requirements, but there's yeah. a huge backlog, but they are working on it, but they need to go faster if they can, and again, help us to target the right visas to get them here. So we want to get those those employer-sponsored, longer-term, and with a, with a way that they can bring their family and have that permanent residency pathway, because that's what's going to encourage people to come and to stay yeah. and contribute. Well, Ben Carter, the CEO of Master Builders here in the Northern Territory, good to catch up with you. Thanks so much for your time this Anytime, morning. Katie. Thank you.